Hello and welcome to the Evil Lawyer's Guide to Life. I am the Evil Lawyer and you are not. As always, this is not intended for legal advice. It is for entertainment purposes only. And this one's going to be entertaining because we're not going to talk about the thing. We're going to talk about some other things. Funny things like divorce. As always, you can find us right here. You can find us at 844-EVIL-LAW. You can find us on Facebook at Evil Lawyer's Guide, on the web at evillawyersguide.com, on Twitter at Evil Law Guide, and we're looking into the YouTube deals. So, um, yes, we do video all shows, but so far we haven't put any of them up because YouTube is a bunch of, um, anyway... So today's topic is D-I-V-O-R-C-E and all the fun things that come with it after being stuck in the house with that person and those kids for God knows how many weeks. I know my divorce line has been, <laughs> it's been ringing. Well, you can't say ringing off the wall anymore because they don't have phones on the wall anymore, but uh, it caught on fire. That's the only thing. That's the best way I could put it. My divorce line has been ringing so much that the phone exploded and almost burned down one of my offices. So I'm assuming that um, once you guys found out what exactly you're dealing with with regards to the mini-me's and the better halves, you're, a lot of you are like, F this, man. I want out, and you don't want to wait for the next wave to hit, and then you're stuck with them again. So today's show is kind of partially about divorce and kind of partially about, well, some funny things I've I've heard over the years um, about people wanting a divorce. Back in the uh, aughts, I used to go to the office during the holidays because it was quiet and I, didn't, I don't really do anything during the holidays. It's not a lack of uh, Christianity or anything like that. I'm not one of those holiday boycotters. I'm not a member of some weird cult. I just, uh, I, I, I don't like a lot of the people in my family. So, And I don't think they even really do anything anyway. And if they do, they don't invite me. So... Um, and if you're the person who does invite me, I'm not talking about you. And if you're the people in my family who I actually like, you know who you are, and I'm not talking about you. Anybody else who's listening, I might be talking about you. But I used to go to the office a lot during the holidays and just try and get caught up on work. And it's peaceful because there's nobody around. And um, I took like 13 calls on one Christmas day one time. Usually I wouldn't answer the phone, but... For some reason, I don't know, maybe I was drunk, I decided to answer the phone on Christmas Day at my office, and of the 13 calls, I really don't remember any of them except for one, and that was the, I answered the phone, law firm, and this woman immediately launched into screaming at me that if I got to spend one more holiday with that mother effer, I'm going to kill him. How much for a divorce? And I said... I gave her our, our retainers and you know rates and stuff, and she said, okay, I'll be there in a minute. I said, hey, hey wait a minute. I'm not actually open. You know, I'm just here. Uh, it's Christmas Day. I'm just here you know, trying to do some paperwork, and uh, you know, nobody loves me, so I'm spending Christmas alone in my office. 
drowning my sorrows in uh, Booker uh, whiskey. And she's, she demanded. It's like, no, no, I got to come see you right now. I've got, I'll bring your retainer. I've got the money. And uh, I was like, listen, lady, I, I any, and she, she said the magic words, which was cash. The magic word is always cash. And so I uh, met with and did intake on a divorce client on Christmas Day. And she wanted a divorce immediately. She wanted a TRO putting him out of the house. And she wanted all that done now on December the 25th. And um, I got her calmed down a little bit, explained to her how much more my retainer was for murder than my retainer for divorce, which it is about double, um, at least at the time. And she she came back the next day, and we filed on the 26th and had an emergency hearing on the 27th. So Merry Christmas. Here's your papers. And, and speaking of Merry Christmas, here's your papers, I did have a client pay extra for me to have one of my more dirtbaggier process servers who is like a 300-pound guy covered from basically jawline to toes and tattoos. He has a ZZ top beard. He has longer hair than me. Rides a Harley Davidson. Imagine that. Uh, he damn sure doesn't drive a smart car. I'll tell you that. For, anyway, uh, she paid me to have Bear serve papers, divorce papers, and get the F out of the house papers on her husband on Christmas Day in the middle of Christmas dinner. And yeah, that was an extra charge and an extra charge and then an extra charge on top of the extra charge. And there are fees on top of those fees and taxes. Yeah, we served him middle of Christmas dinner and she called me and she's like, it went perfect. We were just sitting down to dinner and someone beats on the door and he goes to the door and you're a gigantic guy, I guess. And I'm like, yeah, that's bear. She goes, hands him papers and tells him he's going to have to get the F out of the house. And I'm like, well... He doesn't really have to get the hef out of the house right now. Uh, yeah, so there's a reason why I call this the evil lawyer's guide. Someone was asking me the other day, they're like, you don't seem that evil. Really? Well, just because I don't come through your radio or computer and sue you and take everything you own doesn't mean that there's no evil in the evil lawyer's guide to life. But listen, hey, you know, I've got a lot of people who have been bitching and moaning and whining and griping and crying about the children, the children, the children. And I've been listening to this bullshit since I was one of the children back in the 80s. I'm sorry that you have finally learned what every one of your feral, entitled, little, rotten piece of crotch fruits teachers and everybody else who's had to deal with them knows that they are horrible and now you're stuck with them in the house because school is closed and all of the kid activities where you could foist them off on other people are closed and all of the stores are for all purposes still closed by the time you hear this they'll probably be open so you can't just go to the store and let the little bastards run around and ruin everybody else's day and now you're stuck with them you know what you should have raised less shitty kids and there's two meanings to that you should have raised less kids, those of you who have got like five or six. Unless you own a farm, you have no excuse for having that many children. And I don't care how many dads were involved. 
You still have no excuse for having that many children. You should know after the first or second one where they come from. And having shitty kids. You know, I've had to be I've had to be moved in a restaurant. A very nice restaurant. Should I name it? Hey man. Yeah. I was at Fearings. Anybody who knows about Fearings, Fearings is in the Ritz Carlton Hotel in Dallas in Uptown. And it's a fine dining establishment. It's also a fine drinking establishment. And then there's the Rattlesnake Bar where all the really high-class prostitutes hang out. But, um, yeah, I love the place. I was at Fearings, and these people, you, you can't get a sandwich there for less than $50. And these people had four rotten, crotch fruit, shitty, running around, feral children. And, uh, you know, they wouldn't make them behave. Uh, the restaurant's not going to do anything about it because they, you know, what are they going to do? Tell the guy that owns the office building next door to make his freaking kids behave? So I end up having to really give up my table and move to a shitty table just to get away from this family. And so all of you out there who are now having to spend your time in your apartment or your loft or your, I guess if your house is big enough, but I got a buddy who has a 12,000 square foot house and he called me the other day wanting to know when this was going to be over with because he couldn't tolerate his own children anymore. So maybe even that, maybe you need a stadium so you could put the, put them in a cage like on the other side and then, you know, in one end zone and then you can have your time. Look, the rest of us have been putting up with your shitty children for years. It's time that you learned what's wrong with them. So, you know, I, I bet you a lot of doctors are going to be really busy writing scripts for medication if there's any medications that these kids aren't already on. And that brings me to another thing I've noticed about my divorce calls. <laughs> Nobody wants custody. People are calling in. They're like, yeah, I want to talk to you about uh, get a divorce. I'm like, yeah, sure. Okay. You got any kids? Yeah, but I don't want them. <laughs> I used to never hear this. I don't care who it was. I don't care if you're the worst dad, the worst mom. I don't care if, you know, you know, dad could be my client and he's a multi-gazillionaire. There's a, a eight figure uh, a family estate, eight figure, you know, worth of money to divide up. And mom has moved out and is living in a abandoned trailer with her meth cook boyfriend after she fell off the wagon in uh, Park Cities. By the way, if you're not in Dallas, Park Cities is one of the three places where all the rich people live. Um, and she would come out fighting for custody, you know. Everybody always wants, even if they don't want the kids. And I used to ask my clients, I still do, I, I'd Mirandize them, are you sure you want these kids? Are you really sure you want to be single with these kids? Even if they're good kids. And uh, trust me, I've seen good kids in my life. There was only like four of them, but I've seen some good kids. And they were like, yeah, I'm going to fight for the kids. I want full custody. I don't want the mother effort to ever see those kids again. Uh, or that, that horror or whatever, you know, depending on which side I was representing. Because it seems like over the years, it's about 55, 45 uh, women, men. And they always follow. Now people are like, I don't want the damn kids. Like, well, you know, we have to address the kids. I don't want them. Well, I still have to, you know, I don't want them. Well, it's still going to cost you money. It's going to cost you kid divorce money instead of we just don't want to be married anymore. We don't have anything together money, you know. So people are, 
people are, yeah, he can, ha- he can have the kids or she can have the kids or I don't care who gets the kids. I just don't want them because after two months of quarantine, I've realized that my kids are the absolute rotten little shits that our teachers, their teachers have been telling us they are. I'm pretty sure Johnny did kill the housekeeper and I'm pretty sure my daughter is working on the internet as a prostitute. So I don't want the damn kids. And I'm like, well, okay then, if you don't want them, you know, we'll, uh, and then the other person doesn't want them either. So in Texas, you can't orphan your kids unless you actually die. You can't give them up to the state. I mean, you can have them taken away, but you can't just be like, you know, after two months of being around these little monsters, I've decided that there's no way in hell I want to be around them ever again. And Texas, the state of Texas is like, well, that's too bad, you know. So, hey, take it as an opportunity. If you're kids are still small, like little kids, and you've learned over the last couple of months that they're little rotten bastards from hell, now you have an opportunity to fix that. You know, their whole lives you've been foisting it off on the government or the, you know, if, if you're poor or the, sorry, if you're not wealthy, or, you know, if you're a little bit of more means, the private schools and the nannies and the housekeeper and whatever, Yeah, that's great and everything until you find out that those people don't raise your kids right. And uh, now you've got rotten little crotch fruit bastards running around your house destroying everything. Um, So all of the people who are going to call me for divorce this week, if you don't want your kids, just say so up front because I get a kick out of it. And I'm not talking about anybody in particular. So if you called me for a divorce last week, and you said, there's no way I want these kids. I hate these kids almost as much as I hate my ex. I can't even believe they're mine. They're absolute monsters. Um, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the other person that said that, that doesn't listen to the show. This is why you should listen to the show. And you can be like, I think he was talking about me. And you can tell all your friends. And But I'm probably not. Because I generally do kind of an amalgamation of people. Unless someone is so far off the, yeah, but I'm not going to talk about her. Besides people calling and telling me they don't want the kids, people are calling me and telling me they don't want their spouse. And um, one of my favorite calls was from the um, the wife of a guy who travels a lot. He's on the road like 200 days a year playing in a rock and roll band. And she uh, was like, I've never had to be around him this long at one time, and I'm going to kill him if I can't get out of this marriage. And once again, like I told her, it costs a whole lot more to hire me for a homicide than it costs to hire me for a divorce. So, you know, maybe you could stick it out or suck it up for a little while, and we'll get you divorced. By the way, if you want a divorce, 844-EVIL-LAW, the courts are still accepting e-filings, and probably by the time you hear this, uh, things will be getting back to normal a little bit. Lawyers have been going to court the whole time. We've just been doing it online, uh, which, by the way, having a jury trial online on Zoom is hysterical when one of the jurors gets up and leaves to go to the bathroom in the middle of the trial. Uh, yeah, look it up. <laughs> it's pretty funny. It happened uh, a couple of weeks ago here in Texas. But... Yeah, if you can't tolerate it anymore, then uh, you can always, uh, you can still get divorced. In Texas, and I don't give legal advice, this is for entertainment purposes only, but you might find it entertaining to know that 
uh, you can't get a divorce until at least 60 days after you file a divorce. So you might want to get to filing that or get someone to file that 844 evil law. The divorce line is on fire. And I'm sure we're going to see a lot of marriages break up and a lot of people who are like, I don't want the kids. You take the kids. Well, no, I don't want the kids. They suck. You take the kids. And and then people, I had a, uh, had a gentleman call me the other day who doesn't want the kids, but will go to hell and back to get the dogs. And this has come up before. One of my most stupid custody cases ever was actually over the custody of an inanimate object, a memory card from a PlayStation that uh, each one of them wanted because they didn't want the other one to have it and their next victim, I mean par- partner, to be able to po- to use the other one's character and, and you know, their points or whatever. And my clients spent... I don't know. I don't remember what a PlayStation costs. Um, I think a PS4 is like 400 bucks. They spent 20 times that at least. And if you consider that the other lawyer was probably charging the same amount I was charging, they spent 40 times that before we finally came to a resolution, which was to hire a nerd to transfer the data to another memory card and then erase the data on the original card for her so he had his data on that card, and she had hers. And I'm telling you, these people probably spent upwards of $20,000 to do this. And I've got someone right now who's about to spend upwards of $50,000, um, which is what he popped out. That's the number he popped out with. I don't care if it costs me fifty grand; I want the dogs. So um, I haven't had anyone call me yet about wanting the cats. But, you know, we, we just like we take women and men – you know, in, in divorces and in custody cases, we also do dogs and cats. We don't discriminate. So, um, you know, if Carol Baskin calls me and wants to get rid of that cuck husband of hers and she wants custody of the cats and she wants to fight it, then, you know, I'll be happy to help her out. Um, you know, she may need to pay the higher retainer if she gets charged with killing that other husband. I don't know. But um, so <laughs> I think I got off topic uh, as usual. Guys, look, y'all that are have just found out you're in horrible marriages and you have horrible children, I'd love to say I feel bad for you, but I don't. Because the rest of us have been putting up with you guys forever. We've been putting up with your, um, you know, I've, I've seen domestic arguments that would qualify for an episode of Cops if they weren't in the middle of a five-star resort or a four-star restaurant. So the rest of us have been putting up with your family bullshit forever We've been putting up with your ill-mannered, feral, rotten, crotch fruit forever. So now you've had to put up with it. It sucks, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, I sense that uh, there's going to be a lot of admissions uh, applications for military school going out over the next few months. So any of you kids who might listen, which you probably shouldn't, you might want to straighten up if you if you know how because – I have a bunch of friends who went to military school. I almost got sent there, and I didn't hear good things back, you know. I didn't hear good things. When I finally dodged that bullet when I was growing up, I was really happy. I think that military schools are going to become really popular as people who are telling their lawyers in the beginning of a divorce that they don't want the children. Maybe they get stuck with them, and so those kids are going to end up in the strictest form of ROTC. So... 
like I always said in the beginning, or like I always say in the beginning, whatever, like I say in the beginning. You can find us at 844-EVIL-LAW. That's 844-EVIL-LAW, the number you can't forget, 844-EVIL-LAW. Call me for anything if you if you need an attorney. Don't just call me because you're drunk and it's the middle of the night like you do. But if you need a lawyer, call me because I know a lot of lawyers. And just because it's not something that I'm interested in doing doesn't mean I don't know someone who's really good at it. And who do you trust? Do you trust Google or do you trust the evil lawyer's guide to life? Trust the evil lawyer, man. You know, you, you don't want to trust Google, all you'd get, you just buy your way into those ratings. It's kind of like, you know, when you get declared the best lawyer in town by that local magazine that I won't mention. It's $25,000. You know, they used to hit me up every year. And I used to tell them, no, I don't care. I mean, people hire me whether I'm one of your best lawyers in the world or not. And I'm not going to give you $25,000. Probably fifty or seventy-five thousand dollars now. They don't call me anymore. They finally gave up. But if you don't want to call eight four four Evil Law, you should. You might even get to talk to me. You can always find us on Facebook at Evil Lawyers Guide, on the web at www.evillawyersguide.com, on Twitter at Evil Law Guide. This podcast is broadcast on iTunes. Spotify, Stitcher, and I think like four or five other places where fine podcasts are purveyed and broadcast. And we got a live show coming up. Um, like I said, we're about to start with the YouTube channel so you can actually watch me. Uh, it means I'm going to have to put on pants. And um, a lot of interesting stuff coming up, so keep listening, and hey, write some reviews. Even if you tell me I suck, write some reviews. Need to see some reviews. Keep the emails coming. Love the ideas. I'll be using some of them in the future, and so you're going to be like, oh, wait, I emailed him that idea. By the way, all emails become property of the evil lawyer, and uh, we'll use them as we see fit. And with that, it's a beautiful day outside, but make it evil. Have an evil day.